We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% it's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big Time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, we're talking Elmbrook Little League Baseball today. Jack, Jack, Zach DeMuth, man. You know what happens? I start trying to talk too fast so we can get all this stuff that we want to talk about in this hour. Need to slow down. Zach DeButh, he's the president of Elmbrook Little League. And Chris Bronson, he's the umpire-in-chief and treasurer of Elm, the Elmbrook Braves. Guys, it's good to see you. Happy New Year, Zach. How you been? Good. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Busy time for you guys. You look outside and you think, well, no, there's nothing going on in Little League Baseball. There's a lot going on. Registration, there right? There is. There's a ton going on. You guys, uh, you can go to their website. It's ebll.org. Ebll.org stands for elmbrooklittleleague.org. And registration is open right now. And you guys also, I saw on your website, looking for umpires. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. How old? Starting at 13. Um, have to be 13 at May 1st. And after that, uh, you know, we've got uh, people who are umpiring uh, men, women, boys, and girls um, that will umpire. Uh, they start at 13 at, at our younger group, and then uh, we've got people who have gone through and umpire district games for us as well as, as basically as high school umpires who will come in and do our juniors and this year hopefully seniors. Teams. Hey, guys, last week on this show, on the U Sports Show, we had two referees, basketball referees, and the reason we had them in was I, I was, I was uh, asked to be a panelist, three people on a panel, and um, there was probably 120 referees in the room, and we got to have some some you know back and forth talk. So not only do I do this, but I've been a basketball coach for a long time. And one of the big things that came out of that meeting was how difficult it is for them to keep young referees, because an average of two years, they say, you know what, I'm not I'm not putting up with this. You know, I can go work somewhere where I don't have people chasing me to my car. I can go somewhere where I don't have adults yelling at me. Do you find that with in baseball with with umpires? We haven't had that big of a problem. Um, every once in a while, uh, one of our board members will come up to a parent and say, hey, you know, enough. And at that point, it's done. They, uh, you know, most of the time, it's arguing balls and strikes because right. the kid is up and, oh, that was outside. And you just called that, you know, did normal umpire stuff. But sure. um, for the most part, the parents in our league realize that, you know, these are kids um, for the most part. And as you get older, then you have more adults. But still, the adults know how to handle it. That goes a little easier. And nobody's playing for the World Series uh, with Elmbrook right now, right? Nobody's playing against the, the Brewers or the Dodgers for... No, not no, yet. Not yet. Not yet. And those guys getting paid a lot of money at that level. These are kids that are doing this to, to, to hopefully stay with it 
and then be able to, to to grow into this and make some 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 good money. These kids do they get paid though to umpire? Oh, right? absolutely. Um, yeah. This, the kids doing A and AA uh, get fifteen dollars a game, and after that, it increases. Uh, the people who are doing our junior level were paid uh, fifty bucks a game last year. Well, good. You know what? So nice little part-time job. They have some money in their Absol- pocket. Absolutely. We had a a couple of, of of you know high school seniors that did about forty to fifty games for us. So yeah, that's that's decent money then. Yep. You got gas money, and they can take their their date to a movie or something, right? Absolutely. Hey, the um, one of the things, and, and I'd asked you guys to send me some topics of conversation. I had you on a year ago, and some things have changed with the Elmbrook Little League, correct? They have. If, if you, let's talk a little bit about some of the changes in the last year. Well, um, there's actually some things that uh, we made mention of at the end of our time last year that uh, we had talked about, um, but we needed some time to get in place. Right. Uh, the major things are uh, we were adding uh, an intermediate league. Um, basically what that is is it expands the field from 46-foot uh, pitching uh, to 50-foot, and then the bases go from 60 feet to 70 feet. Uh, it also incorporates uh, stealing of bases, uh, leads, leads and pickoffs. Um, is it, can I ask, is that is that something that other leagues are doing or have done, or is this something that you guys have kind of – Said, hey, let's let's do this ourselves. Well, part of being uh, again being part of uh, the actual little league of, of uh, little league international, right? Um, which is the one that has the little league world series on ESPN. <clears throat> there's certain rules that you have to follow to uh, compete in that tournament. Okay. Um, one of the rules in the past had been that you, in order to pl- to uh, play in the uh, little league world series, which is you know the twelve and under, sure, you had to play on the forty six sixty field. Okay. Uh, which is the smaller one. Well, in the last year, uh, Little League International said that if you play on the intermediate field, you can still come back and play in the Little League World Series on the smaller field. Um, so that opened the possibility of having both and still having the ability to play in the big tournament at right. the end of the year. Uh, so once that was out there, <clears throat> excuse me, it kind of made sense because uh, – as the players get better, they want to be more challenged. They want to play on a right. you know, more difficult uh, situation. So having both options will allow us to let the kids that are ready to play up at that level play there, and the kids that maybe aren't uh, as developed still play on the smaller field. So And then that step up after that isn't such a big step anymore. Correct. That's the other uh, thing that it allows is uh, in the past we had our 12-year-olds would play on the 4660, and then as soon as they turned 13, they had to go to a 60-90 field, which is a huge jump. Um, we would have 13-year-olds that would just give up baseball because they couldn't make the throw from short to first. Right. So this gives an option for those kids who maybe need another year of, of uh, development to uh, get a little stronger, uh, play on the intermediate field, and then maybe they're ready the next year to play up. Do you know, a zillion years ago I coached uh, Pony League Baseball. And so that was Little League and then Pony League, and so it's 7th, 8th, and ninth grade. And there, there's a, a guy now that I see at golf outings, and he was in 7th grade, and he's a decent player, but he couldn't make the throw from third base. So we took a little time after practice, and, and I just had him feel the ball clean and take take just take a rhythm. Let's take a step right towards first and every throw. He's still, the guy's 40-some years old. And he's like, hey, do you remember when you, when, you, when you had me? He said, I was ready to walk away. I couldn't make that throw. I thought he's got to either put me at second or put me at first base. And 
it, it was just something as easy as that. But this guy comes back, and every time I see him, we talk about it because he ended up being a pretty good baseball player. But it was he was close to saying, "I can't do this," and it was some. It was just simple mechanics. And so when you're moving, when you're when you talked about Zach, it's really important for these kids and coaches to understand. Look, you just spend some time with these kids. You know what? If they have a love for the game and an interest for the game, and they want to be good and they want to get better, there's simple mechanics that you can teach to get these kids to feel good about themselves. And I think that's that's really important. Hey, the difference before we get to a break, we get about five minutes. The difference between youth baseball in general, and you guys who and you're 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 part of the little league international correct um, association. What's the difference between the two? Well, the uh, the biggest difference is the uh, ability to play in the Little League International World Series. Right. It's, uh, you put together your all-star team from your league, uh, and you play in local tournaments, and it, it goes from uh, a local pod to the district tournament to the state tournament to uh, the regional, and then right. it goes to Williamsport. You know, to we got to get a Wisconsin series. team there. <clears throat> you know yeah. what? I and I've been uh, to Indianapolis for the little league for the regional park, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's Michigan and Iowa, Minnesota, I think. Um, yeah. So when when I was there, they had a really good Wisconsin team that that almost won the thing and lost in the in the finals. Yeah. But it was a really fun, cool event. Have you been to that event? I have not. <laughs> if you get a chance, you, you know what? Go in and. Maybe bring some kids to experience it because what I I knew I was going and I was there on business and I had the day. So I went over and watched the Wisconsin team and I knew I was going to watch some baseball. What I didn't know I was going to watch was kids from all over the Midwest hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this kid and that kid who had never met four days prior are best buddies and, and, and they're hanging out and they're giving each other phone to, hey, we, when you come to Michigan, you come see me, and I'll come to Wisconsin, I'll come see you, and they're exchanging hats and stuff like that. I didn't see, I didn't expect that, and it was a really cool experience to see that whole event. And and the kids that maybe two years, you know, they're going to play, be able to compete in two years from now, should get to see it, and that way they're, they're, they're going, okay, how hard do we got to work? How, you know, how much better do we have to get to be able to compete at this level? Um, other other differences between just regular youth baseball and and uh, the little league charter type uh, programs. Uh, again, being part of the little league, uh, they they have certain rules that are uh, involve safety. Um, you know, if you play youth baseball anywhere else, they typically will have no pitch limits, uh, so you can pitch a kid as long as he says he can throw. Right. Uh, little league international has specific uh, number of pitches that you can have. Uh, per day, if you go over a certain amount, you have to take a rest day. If you go over another amount, you have to take two rest days, et cetera, et cetera. So the safety side is yes. really important. It, it is. Um, and then uh, they, they also provide a, a source for insurance. So that's their way of making sure you're following their safety rules is that if you're not, then you, uh, don't, get the, you don't get your insurance. So uh, there's another incentive there. Though. And I know I asked this last time, but I want to ask it again. Do you guys play? Do you guys play other teams just from the Elmbrook, from your area, or do you play teams from all over? Uh, we a majority of the games are in in our own league, right? Um, but as of last year, and, and we'll be continuing more of the interleague play, uh, which is playing against other teams in our district. So we'll play uh, Northwest Little League or uh, North Central Little League, right? Uh, Graf, you know, Grafton, Glendale, uh, etc. Those so, kids love that. 
Oh, yeah. You know what? Because you, you're used to playing against the same kids, and now you're going to play against kids you've never seen before, and you want to see how you compete and compare against the teams from different different leagues. How do you how did you guys do last year overall against some of these teams? Uh, we did pretty well. I mean, uh, it, the other thing is the kids enjoy uh, having the opportunity to rep, uh, represent their community. Right. Um, and there were some 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 games we didn't do so well. Others we did. So yeah. That's all. Again, it gives you that measure of uh, how you stack up and what you need to do to uh, step up to the plate next year. We've got a number of things to talk about. You guys have made some changes um, this year compared to last year, and we're going to talk about a number of those changes that you guys offer. Um, and, and some on how players uh, are placed in various divisions. We're going to talk uh, with Zach DeMuth. He's the president of Elmbrook Little League. And Chris Bronson, he's the umpire-in-chief and treasurer for the Elmbrook Braves. And we'll uh, let you know what the Braves are uh, in the second segment. But he's in charge, or he's the treasurer of the Elmbrook Braves. You can go to their website, ebll.org. ebll.org. This is the U Sports Show. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Figured, did we do baseball music theme? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. let's. We just want spring to get here, right? Hey, it's, yeah. it's not 40 below, right? Man, that was rough. You know what? The older I get, those I'm telling you, Matt, it, those days were rough. Not so much the first day. I thought, okay, we'll get through this. But man, by day three, right. I'd had enough. That was the end of that. We were talking uh, Elmbrook Little League baseball with Chris Bronson and Zach Demuth. You can go to ebll.org. We were talking during the break, and 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 I said, Zach, how are the numbers? He said, Hey, we're down a little bit, and that's one of the reasons that we've made some changes. And I want to talk to you in this segment about these are some major changes that you guys have made uh, in regards to, to league offerings and how players are placed in various divisions. And if, if we can talk about, the, first of all, the reason is because you want to keep more players. That's correct. We want to, uh, we want to make sure that uh, we're giving, giving uh, options for all of the players, whether they uh, uh, are advanced for their age or if they need a little more time for uh, – learning the skills they need to play at a high, higher level, uh, et cetera. So uh, in the past, uh, our divisions were set basically uh, straight on age. Uh, it was your age as of August 31st of this year. Uh, so if you were five or six, you played in single A. If you were seven or eight, you played in double A. If you were nine or ten, you played triple A. 11 and 12 majors, 13, 14 juniors. Straight, straight, straight didn't age, birthday, at all. boom, yep. okay. Uh, and there pretty much was no fluctuation with that. Um, problem with that is that, uh, you know, at 11, 12, uh, some kids are more advanced. They're a little uh, ready, ready to take next step, uh, and they're playing with uh, some other kids who maybe should stay back a bit and learn or, a little bit for, more. Or have started playing baseball for the first time. Exactly, so... Uh, so there was some frustration there, so, so some of the better kids would end up leaving looking for something that was a little more challenging. Um, so I think that's a major reason why we're down a little bit this year. Yeah, and the last thing you want to do is have the better players leave because you're not, you're not challenging them or at least allowing them to challenge themselves enough. Who makes the determination if the kid is skilled enough 
to move up in, into the different age group? Well, that's uh, one of the major challenges of making these changes uh, is to figure that out. But basically what we've, we've got planned is uh, we will be having our evaluations uh, based on those ages. Uh, so we'll start with an evaluation of the young ones, which probably, you know, we'll leave the fives alone, but we'll look at the six, seven, eights, see who should maybe play down in the, the single A or who should play in double A. Maybe some of the eights are ready to play up in triple A. Um, and then they would, if they are at that level, uh, as based on an evaluation by the board members and the coaches at that level, uh, they will be offered the opportunity to come back the next day to go through the evaluation with the nine and 10 year olds. And basically, it's going to be a day-by-day -day follow that scenario all the way up. Okay. Uh, that way, the <clears throat> uh, kids that are more more uh, ready to step up can play at the next level. Um, and then if there are any that are uh, really in need to still play down, even though we've moved all the better players up, we can make those offerings. But that's going to be kind of a rarity. Look, you're opening a whole can of uh, oh, yeah. worms. Oh, yeah. And I think you're doing it for all the right reasons. I do. And you know, because there's you're going to have some 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 daddies that think their their son is 11, he should play against 15 to 16. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're going to have to have those honest conversations. How are kids selected on teams? Um, well, at the younger ages, uh, or I should say, in single A and double A, it is placement. Uh, there is some uh, options for placement with kids they go to school with and things like that. Right. And that's managed by the uh, VP of those leagues. Uh, everything above that is done by a draft. Okay. So uh, the coaches have to be at that evaluation to see what the kids are, and then it's a um, circular draft based on the finish, uh, finishing records from the year previous. Interesting. Um, the kids aren't there for the no. draft. They just get notified. And Yep, kids aren't there for the draft. Any of the results of the draft, as far as where somebody's picked, et cetera, nobody yeah, no, Nobody knows that. Kids have to li live in Elm Grove or Brookfield to play in the league? Uh, it's actually uh, our map is on Little League International, so if you have any questions, uh, you can go go there and plug in the address of your home or your school. Okay. So if your school is in our district, you still can play uh, with Elmbrook Little League. Uh, our map actually goes into part of Waukesha, actually cuts out a corner of actually all the way down to downtown Waukesha. Okay. And that's because uh, kids that are in the town of Brookfield actually go to Waukesha School District. Ah. So to include them... They gave us that little chunk of uh, Waukesha as well. When when you have kids that um, and parents that have not been part of Elmbrook before, wh what are some of the questions? And 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 do you have kids that have played in other leagues that come to play at your league and say, "Okay, this this is different, really good, and here's why"? Do you, do you get comments like that? Well, I think that um, there's there's always a ton of questions for new parents and I remember when I was a, a new parent to the league as well uh, it it seems uh, to be kind of daunting uh, but the thing to remember is that uh, all of the board members are available for contact with any of the questions uh, we really do try to send out mass emails that address all of these questions ahead of time uh, we find that not everybody reads them. And you also find that there's questions that you just never thought of. Oh, yeah. I, I've i had questions over the years of coaching that I, I just – I was coaching girls basketball at Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls. First time I'd ever coached girls. And they had won two games in three years. It was rough. But these girls really wanted to learn, and practice number two was all teaching. 
and teaching, and this is a varsity girls basketball team, but teaching basic third, fourth, fifth grade how to set a screen, how to shade a screen, what a triple threat is, just really basic stuff. And at the end of an hour and a half practice, I thought, okay, I've covered, boy, this is, you know, we've really taught a lot. Does anybody have any questions? And Emily raised her hand, and I said, Emily, and she said, does the shirt I wear under my jersey have to be 100% cotton? <laughs> Never saw that one coming. And I'm an Irish guy that can talk, as you guys know. I went, I, 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 I have no idea. Let me look into that. Let me find out. That's a great question. And I thought, oh, man, I'm not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I'm not coaching boys right here because I've never had that question. So I've got to believe that you guys get questions that you just didn't think about and you figure out your your website is good. It gives a lot of information, the registration information um, as far as ages and fees and everything is up front. You know, you, you, you're not walking into this thing blind. You got an idea on there, there's enough here that you've got an idea on, on, on and, you know, school attendance and eligibility and, and where, you know, your son or daughter, it's, it's co-ed. Absolutely. Son or daughter um, should be. The whole volunteer stuff is, is there. There's a deposit of $50 per, per child. And the information on, on the volunteer requirements is four hours for the first child and two hours. There, there isn't anything that you shouldn't be able to get in. Uh, on their website, but if there there are questions that you have, there's phone numbers there. Again, it's eball.org, eball.org. Their regular season registration is open right now, and if you're thinking about, boy, maybe my son or daughter who's 13, 14 years old needs a part-time job and they should umpire, they have some basic knowledge of baseball. Yep. Chris, right? I mean, you want them to have some knowledge of baseball. Yeah, we uh, do a training, but you know, hopefully, they come in knowing a little bit about a baseball. You know what a bat is. You know, how oh, sure, like yeah. That. But but you know, we do train them where to be. You know, where to stand, where to be placed. You know, right. as a pitcher, how to make in. the call exactly. How to um, put earplugs in. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. you don't want you don't have to hear. I, I've got to, I, I've got to believe at at Elmbrook, and we're, you guys play your home games where at Mitchell Park. It's. Uh, just south of Capitol between, um, was it Springdale and Brookfield Road? Brookfield Road. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's right off Capitol. It is. You can see the, right by the the dog park, right? Yep. yep. Um, what is the art, the, the, uh, Sharon Wilson? Yes. Art Center's right there. It's a really nice complex that you have. How many fields? There's four fields. Uh, two, now, it used to be three of the smaller and the one large field. Right. Uh, now we are, we've converted one of the fields to play at the 50-70. The intermediate. Um, yep. It's yeah. actually going to be uh, uh, convertible, so it can play either the smaller or the 50-70. Really? Yep. So Smart to do it that way, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I, no doubt. Hey, the um, everything's done by volunteers for, the, for this group, Correct. right? Nobody's – you're not paying – if if you hired me at one point two million, I, right? <laughs> no, you're, I'm just kidding, of course. But you're not hiring people. Everything's done by volunteers, so the fees that people are paying are going right back into Correct. what you guys do. Correct. the 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 fields we have are are very nice, but they're uh, expensive to maintain. You bet. Um, so yeah, they're they're uh, something to make clear is that. Uh, the parent who volunteers for to get their fifty dollar deposit back does their four hours in the concession stand. Um, that fifty dollars they got back is the exact same fifty dollars I will get back for all of the work I do as the president. Same fifty dollars that Chris will get back for all of the work he does as the umpire in chief. There is no 
Uh, what? Why is it that Chris said I have to give you $100 to come in then, Zach? <laughs> he said he's the president, man. He's not cheap, but well, he told me to give it to him. That's what I was going to say. I haven't seen yeah. that. No, I, you can't trust guys that are in charge well, of umpires, the treasure, man. right? You can't. Yeah, the treasure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah, we're going to have to we'll call somebody. They're going to come in and look at your books, I'm telling you. Hey, these guys are, are, are good guys. They care a lot about uh, Little League Baseball and having your kids – have a good experience when they're playing. Their whole goal is to have your son or daughter fall in love with baseball the way they do and the way they have. And uh, go to ebll.org. That's ebll.org. If you have any information on the Elmbrook Little League, he's Zach DeMuth. He's the uh, president of the Little League. And Chris Bronson, umpire-in-chief and treasurer for the Elmbrook Braves. I'm going to ask you about the Braves on the other side of the break. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. This town ain't big, this town ain't small, it's a little of both, they say. Our ball club may be minor league, but at least it's triple A. The name of the song is Cheap Seats from Alabama, and if you know me at all, you know that's not my selection. That's Chris Bronson. Your country guy? Oh no, I no? just I just knew that song. Oh okay, you wanted baseball songs. Yeah, I, I did. That one. Yeah, well well played. He's Chris Bronson from Elmbrook Little League, along with Zach DeMuth. Zach is the president. Chris is uh, the treasurer of the Elmbrook Braves and the umpire in chief. Hey, before we get into the senior division, and really interesting why you guys are doing the senior division, can you talk a little bit about the Braves and what what that is? Sure. Um, that's basically um, we. It's a travel team based off of we pull players from. Elmbrook Little League and and the Park and Rec from Elmbrook, and it's an opportunity for the kids who want to play in some tournaments um, to do that. Uh, we go from U8s to all the way up to uh, this year U13, um, and in the past we've had one or two teams depending on the number of kids who want to play and the number of coaches we can get. So uh, we've got this year ten teams total. Wow! Um, each team plays in five tournaments. Okay, and uh, then we also will. Um, if we can find a partner, um, we try to play at least one game in Hellfair. So if people are interested in playing at the Elmbrook Braves and at Hellfair Field, bring um, it on, bring right? It on. We're, yeah. we're looking for people to, who are willing to play. So. Don't be scared. Everybody's running scared. Don't be scared of the Braves. Go, oh. go, go play them. No, they're not. Nobody's running scared. I'm just, <laughs> Wait a I'm minute. just kidding. Well, <laughs> if you get beat, you get beat. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's, it's just a good opportunity for the guys who. Um, want you know we practice together you know be, this is a separate than the little league where you know you play with your team in little league and then you get together and as a team and you go play. Um, you know, I'll tell you uh, I've got my U10 team last year. We went to Wapan, we went up to Pulaski, uh, then we played in uh, New Berlin and a couple other places in Milwaukee. When you traveled, do you stay in that area? Do you drive? Do you drive back each time? We well, the the Pulaski tournament was a fun one. We just wanted to do something fun. We went up there at it was in August, and uh, we stayed at the tundra at, at, with the water park, and we just had the family. It was just a good opportunity to get out and bond with the team, and yeah. the families, and of course the Packers had their uh, spring uh, football stuff going. Our excuse me, their fall football stuff going on, and. So it was just a fun time. We went out there and, uh, you know, we lost in the championship game probably because, you know, the coach let the kids stay up and swim way too late and we ran out of gas. But, hey, you know uh, what? it's all about having fun. Those kids, when you see them 15 years from now or 10 years from now, they're not going to talk about losing that championship game, but they're going to talk about pushing you in the pool or they're going <laughs> to talk about, you know, that kind of stuff. And I know this firsthand. You know, that's the kind of stuff those kids are going to remember and talk about. 
Um, and I think that that good for you guys to do that because that's a difficult thing to do, Matt. Get how many rooms do we need? Who's paid up front? Who's going to show? Who's not going to show? What's the timing on this? What's our schedules? There's a lot of things that that as coaches and managers you kind of do behind the scenes to make it a really kind of just a nice easy trip for everybody. Who's doing the meals? You know where are people going to eat? That kind of stuff. So I, I commend the fact I. I I don't want to do any of that anymore. You know, I just don't. You know what, you guys, I'll, I'll show up, but you guys handle that part of it because I've done so much and my wife has done so much of that. Hey, um, Zach, we had talked a little bit about the senior division and the reason that you guys came up with this for 15- and 16-year-olds. And a lot has to do with with the WIAA going to strictly string, spring baseball. And the fact that, you know, a guy like David Casey from the Milwaukee Baseball Academy has put together – the summer league for for high school players, but it's mostly JV and varsity, Correct. and so it kind of has left the freshman kids kind of off on their own, and so you guys have come up with the senior division, fifteen and sixteen year olds, where kids can continue to play. Correct. Uh, the goal here is is for, um, uh, again, like you said, it's because the uh, uh, high schools have all gone, gone to. Um, Spring ball, which they, they will all be done with their se- their um, season before the end of May. Um, I know last year we didn't get anything done in April, so I don't know how many games they're going to get in May, but it seemed to be a shame to leave June and July wide open for some right. kids who might want to play baseball. So uh, we have this set up for uh, kids who play freshman baseball or maybe don't make the freshman team. Uh, it's also for uh, kids who their forte is track, but right. they still want to play baseball. Uh, so this league will be set up for games in June and July. Hey, it's similar rules um, as far as where you're going to live. Um, yes. So yep. that that map that people can go to to see if they they qualify or go to school or live in in the area will will stay the same for the senior division. Correct. Will, will you play other, or will hopefully you'll have enough kids to play multiple games against teams within your own league? Correct. Um, we we are uh, currently at you know that one and a half team situation. Uh, again, it's early. It's a new offering. Uh, I think not everybody understands how this whole thing is going to go with uh, the high school. So there's some confusion about that. Right. Um, and to be honest, we're pretty flexible about how this is going to work. Um, you have to be year one on something like this, right? Yep. yep. So uh, my understanding is that those uh, summer programs are going to have games like Tuesday, Wednesday and then nothing the rest of the week. So even if somebody comes in as a 15, 16, and he makes his JV squad, and he plays the spring ball, and they're going to continue into the summer ball and play Tuesday, Wednesdays, if they want, they can still play with us the rest of the week. Right. You know, just to get some more ball in. But uh, the other people are the people who are on the freshman team who want to keep playing through the summer. Have you talked to any other um, areas, uh, North Central or, or- – you know, any other areas, are they doing this senior division as well? Uh, I'm not sure. I know that uh, some of them have in the past. Uh, I brought this subject up uh, a few months ago, um, and it didn't seem to uh, have as much interest in the others. I'm not sure why. Probably, I, for me, it's because I have a freshman. Right. So I'm, I'm going to make sure well, he has somewhere to play one way or the other. So Zach, I can tell you this, sec, there might not be a lot of interest year one, but you watch year two. When 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 these these kids, when all of a sudden it dawns on people that wait, wait a second, what do you mean my son's not going to be on that team? Uh, but he was uh, he's part of the high school, but 
he's not going to be on that. So people are going to they're they're going to get to know quickly that why are those kids playing baseball over there and my son's playing video games? I want my kid playing baseball. Yep. And I think that that you'll you'll have a lot more response after people figure it out. I think you're right. People are kind of confused with it. Is it a hybrid? Is WIA have they done kind of a half spring, half something? No, it's spring. Yep. It's spring baseball, and that was coming for a while. I, I think that if if the members, I had a guy from the WIAA on Wade, and he said, "Look, if our members ask for a hybrid year, we would listen to it, but they're not." They're saying we're losing teams, we're losing kids because they're going to go play on their travel team and not for their school. And it's gotten to the point that we don't have enough schools and teams to continue the summer. Everybody's going to have to play spring. And my question was, well, then why don't you start it in May? Yeah. And he said, nobody asked. And I don't think, you know, this is what they want. So we're going to, we're going to, it's going to be our regular spring season. Everybody's going to have to play. We'll have one state champion. And I thought, man, there's going to be a lot of throwing and hitting in batting cages in the beginning of those seasons. Yeah, a lot of time in the gym. A lot of time. Yeah, they, they, I, trust me, I know this. The ground balls come real yeah. nice off that gym floor. <laughs> now you get to the field, and and uh, and it's a whole different animal. Hey, um, and I asked you guys this last time you were in, but I I, I have to always ask this. What, Zach, what's keeping you up at night right now? Is it is it pure numbers that your numbers are down? Is it uh, some of the changes you guys are making? Is it the senior league? What's keep, keeping you up at night when when uh, you close your eyes and you think about Elmbrook Little League? Uh, just there's there's a lot to do. It's just uh, to be honest with you, the, the numbers um, are what they are. Uh, it, there's a, a reason that we made the changes we did. It's because uh, numbers have slowly been trending this way. Um, so uh, to be honest with you, I think that we have these changes in place for a, a year or two, uh, and our numbers will jump right back, if not uh, above where they were. Good. Um, I hope so. Um, volunteers, heart still hard. It's a uh, hard thing to ask people to give time. And and look, I'm not pulling any punches. Elmbrook, you know, they, people can probably afford the fifty. Yeah, and, and walk honest, away from it. I remember last year when we mentioned this. Yeah, and that was uh, uh, that was. Uh, a low number you, you had thought, it's, but I was, to be honest, I was shocked at how many people took care of their requirement and got their $50 back. Good. Um, I honestly thought that a lot of people would just say, ah, forget it. They didn't. The numbers were outstanding for getting that done. Um, That's, always, the, the, the volunteer area that we always still kind of have to pull on some people to get them to do it is the coaching. Uh, that's a commitment, but believe me, once you do it, you'll want to do it for as long as you can. That's encouraging. The the, the yeah. fact that they're not going to walk away from the 50, they they they'll volunteer time to make sure that because you need their you need you'd rather have their 4 hours of time than you Absolutely. would the 50 bucks. Absolutely. And the fact that they're doing that, very few people sit where you sit that that would say that and your doubt that 50 is way lower than some others. Yep. Way lower. I'd give you the 50 yeah. and just walk away. That's what I would do. Unless you said I could go in back and cook hot dogs or something, then maybe I would I would do that. That That's for sure. Hey, um, how about you, Chris? What keeps you up at night on this? Uh, just making sure that we have two umpires per game. Um, you know, especially in the beginning of the year when school is still going on, uh, we do have some. sometimes we have umpires just one per field. Um, you know, just I want to make sure that we keep getting our numbers up and, more importantly, we get – 
we get to keep refreshing our kids. And, you know, last year we, I think it was the first time we did it, we sent out uh, an email blast to the 13-year-old uh, players and their families. And all of a sudden we had all these people come in and say, we didn't know we could do this. So, I mean, obviously uh, there's, there's a lot more interest because of that. So we're going to um, make sure that we, you know, do that again. And just, you know, if we can keep, re you know, keep replenishing the people we have, you know, that will be, you know, the best thing. Hey, uh, five and six year olds T-ball. Uh, no, it's, it's actually, um, it has previously been only machine pitch. Okay. Uh, this year we are, uh, going to be adding, uh, the T we're going to have them start with the machine. Yep. So the kids that can hit off the machine can hit off the machine. And then if they can't, we're going to put a T out so that the kids in the field get some action and the kid who needs to hit off T gets hit the ball. Seven, eight year olds. Seven and eight. Coach pitch? Seven and eight is uh, also the machine. Okay. Uh, we are playing with, toying with, trying to figure out an option for uh, if those kids are still struggling. Uh, we haven't finalized what we're going to do there. Okay. Because, uh, to be honest, there's a lot of people that uh, we have to pull in to coach that aren't exactly good baseball players. Sure. But they well, have the, the ability to commit to it. And, they're, they're given time. You know, we may lose some of those people who just say, can't pitch <laughs> right and we don't want to do that either so yeah. a lot of decisions still yep. still to be made that's what would keep me up at night if i were you yep. he is uh, uh zach demuth he's the president of elmbrook little league and chris bronson he is uh umpire in chief and the treasurer for the elmbrook braves we'll get you a break other side of the break if you want to register your kids or get more information it's ebll.org ebll.org this is the U sports show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. That's not the song I asked for. I didn't. I didn't ask That's for. That's exactly what you asked. No, for. I didn't ask for Harry Carey. No way, Root. Ay, ay, ay. He will not be here next week. I can tell you that, <laughs> man. He, Orlowski doesn't like my Christmas music, so I said, "Don't come anymore during Christmas." And now he's playing Harry Carey. Yeah, I cannot. Walk, I can't turn my back on the guy. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Zach DeMuth. He is the president of Elmbrook Little League. And Chris Bronson, he's the treasurer of the Elmbrook Braves. And he is the head of um umpires, I guess would yep. be what that is. Uh, you can go to ebll.org for more information. Hey, when, when, uh, when the parents come in and their first time in the Elmbrook Little League, are they surprised at the talent? Are they surprised at the 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 baseball community uh, with Elmbrook? Are they? What's the feedback that you get, Zach? That that makes you feel good about uh, some of the things that's going on there? Um, I think that <clears throat> we really have uh, a nice community of of families. I think that anybody who's involved. Uh, and has been, you know, ha had their kids play games at uh, Mitchell. Um, it's, it's a, like I said, it's, it's a very nice complex. The fields are very nice. 
the the concessions are are you know more than adequate, uh, and it's centrally located. You know, knowing that you know a majority, if not all, of your games, depending on your age, are going to be there, uh, is very convenient, especially for families that have more than one kid. Right. Um, you know, to have more than one kid on different travel teams and having to chase all over to wherever is uh, a lot more work than it needs to be. Yeah. Uh, especially now that uh, we're we're offering. Uh, to place kids by talent, um, there's it, it's it's a it's a great organization, and, and I think everybody truly enjoys being a part of it. Chris, same question. You know, for people that come and, and say, hey, "Look, out, my my son or daughter is going to umpire," or we want to get involved, you know, when somebody asks you about either the Braves or the Elmbrook Little League or the umpire part of it. What, what's your what's your uh, elevator pitch to, to have people come and play baseball there? Well, I, just like Zach said, uh, it is, you know, we've got families who've had, you know, just like myself and Zach, we've had multiple players in this. Um, you, you know, some of the fun things are, you know, I, when I get an umpire come up, Chris, I can't umpire this game. Why not? Well, my little brother's playing on this field. And then we just switch them. Right. But, I mean, it's, it's an opportunity um, for kids to come in, um, if the, if you want to just play baseball, you play baseball. But if you want, you know, an opportunity to learn how to umpire, it's there. I mean, you, there's not a lot of advertisements out there for people looking. How do I become an umpire? There's not. You know, and 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 the basketball referees are really trying hard. Mm-hmm. Baseball, um, I I think they're trying hard too, but I don't know if their their voices is loud right now. And and maybe it's because I'm closer to the basketball world than I am the baseball world, but boy, they're they're getting up on the mountaintop saying, "Look, we understand we need young people to get involved in this, and we need parents to knock it off." Right. Baseball you know, has the same same situation. Yeah. Um, it's especially at the higher levels. Uh, that's why it's very important what we're doing with uh, allowing 13, 14 year olds to come in, get started uh, umpiring a. a you know, five and six year old game. Just get their wheat, uh, feet wet. Um, see which ones uh, feel comfortable enough to deal with some situations. Right. Uh, we we don't we don't allow it. We don't encourage it. We you know it's it, you know that's uh, the key thing that we tell all of our parents is that that kid that's umpiring could be your kid in yep. five years. Right. So be would careful. You want somebody saying what you're saying to your kid. Yeah. Um, hey, at what age um, in, in yours, so the seniors, juniors, intermediate majors, um, uh, AAA, AA, single A, what, 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 which age group is the healthiest for you? And is it consistently that age group that's the healthiest as far as the amount of kids? Uh, right now it's uh, AA. So the uh, seven and eight-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah, we typically in the past few years have had 14 teams at that level. Wow. Um, and then uh, in the past, it was 12 at uh, AAA and 10 at majors, and then six at juniors. So it was a continuous bleed off. And uh, again, I think, I think that happens in soccer. That happens in football. It happens. And, and you know what? You, as, as parents, we let our kids try a lot of stuff and see what sticks. And I always was under the impression that baseball was a sport that didn't feel that, you know, football and basketball, because you know what, if you're not getting playing time, you only have, you're playing five at a time or football with the fear. Soccer is another one that, that kids lose interest. 
when I worked in that that business, they kept talking about a soccer explosion. It's not a soccer explosion. You know, there are kids that are going to play at those early ages, swarm ball, you know, yeah. and they're going to lose interest as other kids develop. And I think maybe some of it is there are some kids that develop and really are into it and are so much better than other kids. Is that similar to baseball, do you think, Chris? Well, I, I can say that, you know, one of the reasons that we're making these changes is because, you know, as we get the kids get older, there are other travel teams around Milwaukee, period. I mean, it's, it's, it's an increasing. opportunity. It's, oh, that's blown up. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the fact that if you are advanced and you're in AAA and you're playing against, you're throwing strike, 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 and you're striking out the whole side, and then you come up to bat, and you're facing someone who has not developed that yet. Right. It's, it's it's difficult. That's why we're making the opportunities for them to play against people of their own talent. And you know, it, it's that's the goal. Is you know, if you're good enough to play, and you're getting frustrated because you're dominating the kids your own age, or and, the opposite. Exactly. Right. And that's that's the other part is that. You would think that a majority, since we brought this up, the majority of the calls or emails or what have you that I would be getting would be about, oh, my kid wants to play up. It's the exact opposite. It it's, is. It's everybody wants to know, well, okay, well, I want to get my kid to play down. Right. And the fact is. Just because I want some success for right. him. Right. And that's the other thing that I need to make those parents realize is that with allowing the better players to play up at the next level, your child doesn't have to play down because that level is more of his speed. Right. And that's where I, that's why I'm saying that the playing down is going to be, uh, especially at the younger ages, more of a rarity. Hey, do you think it's uh, important that parents are honest with their kids? Yes. And that's the other thing that, you know, I have no problem uh, suggesting to a parent that it may be best for your child to play down. If that parent decides not to take advantage of it, that's on them. You know, my, my son, Matthew, always listens to my high school basketball show, but I don't think he listens to the U Sports show. So I'm going to be really honest. He played at North Central Little League. Or no, North, yeah, over at Columbus Park. Mm-hmm. North Central. Yep. And uh, <laughs> so they uh, they had a couple guys, that could, a couple kids at that age that could throw pretty hard. And they would pitch those two and then bring Matthew in in the last inning. And he thought he was the closer. <laughs> Well, he threw it so softly yeah. <laughs> and so slowly that he was striking kids out because they're, they they were geared. And up. I never had the, never really told him that. Yeah. So if he's listening, the reason he was the closer is he and it wasn't like he was throwing junk. He wasn't one of those guys. But he, uh, yeah, very funny to me. He um, he played baseball for a couple years and uh, decided that he didn't. I don't know why he played went and played soccer a little bit more. Um, but decided to, to to not play baseball anymore, and I hope he's not listening because he <laughs> he was the closer on that team only because he threw it so softly, but he threw it straight. Yep, and that that was the key. Go to uh, their website if you have any interest in having your son or daughter uh, play baseball, and you live in in that uh, district, and you can see the map on their website ebll.org ebll.org. There's phone numbers. You can get a hold of these guys. Zach will call you back. Chris will call you back if you have any questions about having your son or daughter. Now is the time to get them registered. When you see the prices, um, you're going to go, okay, yeah, that's not not going to be a problem. But for the five and six year olds, it's 175 bucks for the whole season. What does that include, by the way? 
Uh, it includes the uh, obviously the field upkeep, the uniforms, the uh, the balls. Yeah. The, uh, Kid get to keep the uniform. Yeah. There you go. 175 bucks for the young ones, and it goes up to uh, 285. And if you want to be part of the Braves, there's an additional cost to that. I'm yes, sure. Yes, there is. It's yeah. uh, it's 385 plus. You know, Excellent. League, so. Yeah, guys, I really appreciate it. It's good to see you, Chris. Thanks for reaching out. Thank you. Yep, and uh, good luck this season. EBLL.org is uh, Elmbrook Little League. They're made some changes. They're not your old Elmbrook Little League. There are some changes going on, and uh, I would highly recommend you get a hold of these guys to talk to them about that. Zach, it's good to see you again. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. The world's so still you can hear the sound of the baseball falls to the ground Now the little boy doesn't say a word picks up his ball he is undeterred says I am the greatest there has ever been and he grits his teeth We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.